but I ended up doing reg within the same window. So like our normal reg window was like mm -hmm. a month and a half. I ended up taking reg in less than a month using like, your, yeah, like, and like passing was taking half the amount of time people were taking to study. Yeah, that's more. awesome. And same with BC, I retook that last and I hadn't seen it since December and I took it in under 10 days using your stuff. Welcome to episode 63 of the CPA Exam Experience Podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, you're going to hear me talk with Wells. And Wells is one of our customers that I exchanged several emails with throughout the course of her CPA study process. And in the beginning, she was pretty stressed out, pretty worried about how things were going. But once she just made a few changes to how she was going about her study process, she was largely doing a lot of the same things, but getting completely different results, meaning better results. And she went four for four on her exams after making these changes to her actual process. We touch on all parts of the study process. She has a lot of really good tips and insights. So if you are trying to figure out and improve your own study process, you do not want to miss this interview with Wells. So before we get into the interview, just two quick things. First, you should consider subscribing to either our YouTube channel or subscribing to the podcast on whatever podcast app you like to use because we have a lot more of these interviews coming up and I maintain that these are the best free resource available anywhere for people trying to figure out their own study process. And for that reason, since you're watching or listening to this episode, be a good friend or colleague and share these episodes with someone else you know who's also working on their CPA exams. The second thing is our free study training workshop. So these are our free webinars that we constantly mention. And if you listen to these interviews, you will hear essentially every person. That's pretty much where everyone started from is watching one of those free webinars because we walk through our core strategies so that you can see if this stuff makes sense to you. So to register for one of those free trainings, go to our main site at superfastcpa.com. If you're watching this on YouTube, there should be a link in the description below the video. Or you can just text the word pass now as one word to the number 44222 and we'll send you a link to register for one of the sessions. So all that being said, let's get into this interview with Wells. That's one thing I was going to ask you about. Uh, I always look back through the emails or to see if I've actually sent any personal emails back and forth. And I'd talked to you a few times and you had said... Uh, I copied and pasted it that you saw the first time you saw one of our ads was on a workout video. <laughs> yes. So, that's funny. It was like my breaking point. Um, and I had taken mm -hmm. like an odd practice test or something and failed it. And so I was like was crying on the floor. And the next morning I did that workout and your <laughs> ad popped up because you know, your phone <laughs> listens to you. And at first in my head, yeah. I'm like, Oh my, no offense to you at all. But I was like, this guy is scamming me. He's just a scam. He does. He just wants my money. And but for some reason, I didn't skip the ad, and I just watched it. And I honestly, at that point, I had nothing to lose. So I was like, I'm going to sign up for this thing. And and that was one of the that was for one of the free training things, yes. right? Yeah, the two hours. So you started by watching the one of the webinars, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Good. So yeah. So so where are you? Uh, are you, your Eastern time, where are you located? So I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. Undergrad was Wofford College, if 
any terriers are out there, go terriers. Okay. So how long have you been out of school? That must just be recent. You, uh, did you recently move and graduate? I did. So I graduated undergrad in COVID, aka 2020. And then I did grad school for a year and graduated in August. Yes. Oh, so you were working on your exams during your uh, master's? I was. Is that what you yeah. were doing? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So your your email, I pasted this because I just, I liked it. I want to read this back. So you, you said in one email, 10 months later, after failing two different exams, taking a leap of faith by throwing my textbook across the room after finding your ad on a workout video, I'm officially a CPA. So, so yeah, let's just, uh, up until that point when you were really frustrated, like where, how did you start studying? You probably just got a review course and what was your first, whatever it was, six months or nine months. What was that like your first, uh, segment of study? Gotcha. Yeah. So I chose a grad program that actually like incorporated the CPA. So like there are, there's okay. kind of like few out there. And so in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, like I'll be done by the time I graduate, like air quotes. Obviously, I'm talking to you now. Mm-hmm. That did not happen for me, <laughs> like a lot of other yeah. kids in the program. But, um, but yeah, I started in December um, with BC, and that was our first one on the schedule. And we are using, we are required to purchase Becker. And, um, I start going through it, and if you are a Becker user, you know who Peter Olinto is, Mike Potenza. Like, I loved them. Like, I, I loved their lectures. Like, yeah. they were great. They made it enjoyable. And I truly didn't hate the study process. I was excited to start because I could be done. And so um, I took BC that December, was super, super confident coming out, got my score in January, and I, I scored like low 60s. Like I was so confident, scored in the 60s, and it was, <laughs> I was devastated. Like it was one of those things where I came home, like with my poor roommate, she was very supportive in this. So I, like, I grabbed her, I'm like, oh, my score's out, let's go look. And she had no idea in my brain that I could fail. Like it was like that kind of thing. <laughs> like I was way too confident. And, yeah. And so I, like, yeah. I, Poor thing. She had to console me, but then because of the schedule, we had to start with far next. And so, you know, I brushed myself off. I'm like, okay. So I started far the same way I did BEC, but I guess I decided to give like 120%. I just go like head first, like not not take no for an option. Studied for far, took far, felt confident, came back like low 60. <laughs> and it was like, I think oh, at that man. point, yeah, at that point, I, I don't, I don't think I cried that day just because I was so in shock. I was just like, really, like, like I don't understand. And it was at that point, I, I wasn't, like, I wasn't upset. I was failing. I was upset that like I was doing everything everyone told me to do and giving like a hundred twenty percent. And it was just, I wasn't even in that seventy three, seventy four kind of window like it's like something wasn't there yeah and that's when i found your video doing a ab workout and i just just took a leap of faith and signed up <laughs> i had nothing to lose <laughs> so so you had actual classes in your graduate program that were like went along with becker or went along with the aicpa blueprints or how did that yeah. work 
Yeah, so I guess the way it kind of worked was, if you're familiar with Becker, you have like BC1 through 6 or something, and you have to complete BC1 modules 1 through 6 by like next week, and you have to have basically lectures, skill practices, multiple choice, simulations, all 90% when you submit that score or progress report. Yes, and so you had something, and in my head, I'm just like, oh, this is awesome, keeps me accountable, which is honestly... It does work for a lot of people, but I guess for me, I, I've i never been kind of that straight-A student. And so I think a lot of people who use the traditional route are naturally very intelligent. Like, they could retain information they haven't re-reviewed, um, whereas, like, I could not. Mm-hmm. And that's what I didn't understand. Mm. I mean, th- some of the smartest people from my master's program really struggled with the CPA exams, like... That, that's what I always tell people is like, this is not like a raw IQ test. It's uh, it's very much more about your, your process. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't, yeah, I, I, I was right there with you. I was like uh, C's and B's in the master's program. I was not the one raising my hand, like walking the professor through practice problems and knew it all. <laughs> there were kids like that. And, and if, I mean, several of them just, passed the exams, no problem. But then there were a few of them that really, really struggled with it too. So that's interesting. So, so you're hitting all the, like the little indicators on Becker, apparently like the readiness, whatever they call it, whatever you just said, there's these dashboards that kind of, you have to fill up to 90% and you were doing all that, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's one of my, I don't know, not really a gripe, but um, one thing I try to point out to people, it's like all the review courses, you know, they say they, they built in like AI and all this adaptive software and all these dashboards and stuff. And that's great, but it's easy to focus on that stuff. And like, you know, one, like, for example, one of the things that's based on is that in your account, the entire video lecture has just been played, you know? And that like mm-hmm. it, uh, increases your progress a certain amount, but it's yeah. like that could be, you know, that doesn't really mean anything, anyways. So, okay, so let's. Uh, so you watch our free training. What were? Do you remember what were some of the key ideas that made sense to you, or what were some of the immediate shifts you made in how you studied right after? Yeah. So I watched the two-hour training video and or the ad I actually watched I like didn't click skip ad because like you were you know the things you were saying were registering like oh like what you're doing isn't working and like it definitely wasn't in any way (laughs) and so I was just listening and I was like okay I'm gonna sign up for him and you start talking I think the main thing that kind of got in my head was like the re-review and the constant practicing of what you would do on test day and just honestly everything you said was very like I needed a new way of looking at studying and and I guess your approach was almost like more studying than like going through the motions I was doing um and so I actually, after your video, I really thought about it, and I was like, I have nothing to lose, so I ended up purchasing the FAR bundle, because I decided that I was going to take odd, and I was going to try to retake um, FAR right after that, 
But I remember like mm-hmm. I like threw my my review book across the room and was like, all right, we're just, we're just we're done with this. We're gonna so I like logged <laughs> on to the reviewer course and did like a random multiple choice section or something. And I think for the next three weeks before I had had I had on schedule already. I just did everything you said about the practice tests, the note cards, the I read a lot of outlines, like, and did not watch a single lecture past that point of listening to you. And I, I went and took odd, like, not literally, like, in my mind being like, there's no way I passed because of my tradition of not passing. <laughs> and so I yeah. remember, I, like, of course, getting, like, your last score is really emotional. But for me, I'll never forget getting that first score because at that point, it was like, I was like, I could do this because in my head, I didn't think this was going to be possible for me. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, so I looked at my odd score and I ended up getting a 76 and I, <laughs> I was beside myself, nice. beside myself. Yeah. So after that, I just went full force, far bundle, used a lot of your materials plus the review course I did. I used a lot of those materials too because I had them and it's very mm-hmm. useful too. Um, so I just went full force yeah. into far and ended up getting past that with a 75. Like I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I couldn't believe Perfect. it. I couldn't believe it. And, and so, and then you passed the last two. I think your email said you went four for four after once you passed the first, what would you say? You passed audit first and then yeah. far and then you passed the other two. So I, yeah, yeah, I just, I, started using your techniques about my the end of my audit studying and then I decided to retake far and with our schedule um we are supposed to take red right after odd normally but I told the teacher I really wanted to um retake far and they let me do that but I ended up doing reg within the same window so like our normal reg window was like mm-hmm. a month and a half I ended up taking reg in less than a month using like your yeah like and like passing with taking half the amount of time people were taking to study. Yeah, that's more. awesome. And same with BC, I retook that last and I hadn't seen it since December and I took it in under 10 days using your stuff. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Another question that popped in my head. So what was the, it, so your whole class going back to like, you started with BEC and you all go through the material and then you all, they, they kind of, you all went and took it at the same time, like not yeah. on the same day or anything, obviously, yeah. but you kind of all study and take the exam on the same general timeline. Yes. Yeah, so we had like a study timeline where you had to, what's it called? Turn in your progress report. And then you had a week yeah. window for you to take the exam. Um, yes. Okay. And I guess why, like, I guess I was very emotional because you're, you're constantly surrounded by everyone doing the same thing as you. And so like, even if you're not talking about yeah. it, you like know that people pass and people I'm like, for me, it was surrounded by a lot of passing. And so it was just really hard. <laughs> yes. Was that, that's what I was going to ask. So, so your whole class kind of studies together and you all go in within that week and take BC just an estimate, would you say what, like seven out of 10 kids passed on, under that format or somewhere around there? For, like it was it, 
more than half? Yeah, for BEC, most definitely. I think finally when they got into FAR, you had, a, you know, some drop-off. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah, but, like, definitely the first one and then the amount of people that actually did end up going four for four, the, like, traditional route was honestly impressive. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, going through it in a class would help a lot, too. That's uh, – I don't know if a lot of master's degrees are starting to do that or was that, like, a – was that a um, specific program you sought out because they did it that way? Exactly. I did. And I guess it's not like a okay. class, but um, I guess you just like you had a certain schedule to follow. And that's, yeah. Like gotcha. they, weren't, they weren't teaching you really like the review course was, but it was just more of a schedule, even though mm -hmm. I did use my teachers very much and I do appreciate it. What about, let's do like contrast the when you were putting in all this time let's take far for example because it's just so much material what did a day of studying look like you know on that failed attempt and then when you started using our strategies or study tools what did a day of studying look like after that so i guess before a study day of far would look like wake up Start maybe four to module lecture, then do the multiple choice. Do the multiple choice over and over again to get 90%, basically, because I, I ended up like memorizing what the answers were and not really, I guess, understanding the yeah. concept. Um, yeah, then skills practice, then simulations, go to module two. And you just go down and down until you could show that you were, you were complete um, with that progress report. And then after, okay. I'd wake up, I would, oh, and the old studying car, I'd probably, you know, probably wouldn't go hang out with people because I was just so tired from doing all that um, and just go to bed, wake up, do it again. With, with your technique, yeah. <laughs> what you were telling me, I'd wake up, I'd do a 30 multiple choice or like, you know, each of them are different. So like DC might be 32, far might be like 36. I'd do the number. They had yeah. on each test split, so I'd do one of those random for what I'd already covered. Um, I'd make no cards on that. That's another thing I were using. So our review course kind of had no cards already made, and I and I did kind of use them yeah. for like my first BC take. Um, but then I, after listening to you, I was like, okay, I'm gonna make my own. And so that's what I was doing with the second far retake. And so I would basically do the do the multiple choice test. Then I would start, like say I'm on far two still, I would go straight to the multiple choice, like you said, and I would go once through the multiple choice. And I would write down what I didn't understand. A lot of things would, would click, some things wouldn't. I would write it down, note cards. Then I'd go to module two, just do multiple choice write down everything. And so I had like a big bundle of like far too note cards. I put a little rubber band about it and, and then like put it in my little cabinet. And I actually, sometimes I'd review them, but a lot of times I wouldn't take them out until my 48 hour like cram sesh. Um, so I'd make all the note okay. cards, put it in there. And then if, what you said about the, so I guess with my review course, the way I decided to use your, Skills as I would go through maybe all of FAR 2, go through all the modules of multiple choice, 
before doing, say, another um, practice test of what I had already learned. And then I would take, okay. even on the days I would do random simulations, like you said, too, I would do a multiple choice test in the morning. And for for ones I was, like, cramming, like, BC, I would do two a day or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I also printed outlines. I would read those at night. And when I had time, I would review some of my note cards. But but I had a lot more. What were the, uh, sorry, what were the outlines from? So I used your outlines and I used the review course outlines already. Oh, had. you, okay. So the review notes, you mean? Yes, yes. Sorry, yes. Yeah. You're, okay. You actually printed them. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people do that. I was just, make. I wasn't sure what you meant. Oh, yes. Okay. And then I'd use your um, multiple so, choice. So, um, sorry, go ahead. Keep okay. going. I'll <laughs> remember good. what the question was. Then I would um, <laughs> use, of course, your, like, mini test on the phone app. I yeah. use those, like, oh, I'd use them all the time. Like, every time I have, like, a doctor's appointment. Like, I could get an hour in of, like, sitting there and, like, doing questions. And I liked it yeah. a lot because it was, I guess, worded different than my other review course, too. So I was getting, like, two different wordings, and it was helping a lot. And uh, I guess one thing that really did help me, too, especially during audit, because it's a lot of concepts, I believe, is mm-hmm. that, when I would like get to something I didn't understand, like maybe after like learning it once, I would stop what I was doing and I would maybe look up that little section in the book I had. Um, and I would read that page or something because if I stopped what I was doing and I went and read it, spent no more than three minutes looking that up, I'd remember it. Um, and so that would help me a lot with like concepts. Okay. Well, so one general question I have, it, it sounded like, in your uh, traditional approach or whatever you want to call it, your first attempt on FAR, you were still doing a lot of practice questions. So I guess in your mind, what, what was the big difference maker? What, like what, I don't know, what, what strategy or what made it really start to click afterwards when you went four for four? Like what were those, what were like the key differences in how you studied that made the difference? So with the traditional approach, when I would watch the lecture, when I would get to the multiple choice in my head, I already knew what they were going to ask. And so like I would get there and maybe I wouldn't know the answer, but I'm like, oh, I just listened to that word. I know it's the right answer. So I'd click that um, and it would be correct. Um, When you go straight to those multiple choice, you have no idea what they're about to ask you. And so you truly have to like sit there and think about it and and if you get it right, that's awesome. But most of the times you probably won't get it right. And you will, and you'll have to write it down and maybe you'll have to look it up later to maybe get a little more understanding of it. But it's, I guess it's the point of not knowing what they're going to ask you because the whole CPA exam is you don't know what they're going to ask you. No, that's a good point. Um, the, uh, one thing I always tell people, and this sounds like almost dumb to say, but when you're reading, whether it's practice questions or even the review notes or the textbook, whatever it is, you will learn things faster by really thinking about what the words mean. And I mean, it's kind of what you said, like you get really used to, 
okay, I watch the video and then you just kind of see the same words and you're not really sure. Like if you had to actually explain it to someone, you wouldn't probably be able to, mm. but you know, it's, it's fairly easy. Like, okay, yeah, we, that video just walked through essentially this practice problem. So I, I know what the answer is. And, uh, yeah, yeah. having to, and, and that's why I say, I think one of the big difference makers is making your own flashcards. And obviously what the way I explained it in that video is you need to come up with your own explanation. You don't just, it's pointless to make a flashcard from the word for word from your review course, what the explanation is or whatever, because that doesn't really mean anything to you. Um, having to explain it to yourself and write it out in your own words is a totally different thing. And I guess that is just kind of like the difference between memorizing vocabulary words versus actually understanding it. Yeah. One so. thing with my note cards is I think if I gave my note cards to someone else, they wouldn't be able to understand them. And so like, that's like, I think exactly. maybe that's like a, a key goal. Point. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I, I, yeah, like I'd write them and sometimes they wouldn't even be about a topic. It might be like when the question asked it in this way, what do they really mean? Because I had a lot of trouble being like, what are they asking? And so sometimes they didn't write things that weren't mm -hmm. even like information. It'd be like, okay, well, what, what do you, you, when you see this, what do you always forget? And like, like just random, random stuff like that too, along with information. Yeah, that's, that's such a good point. Um, I think I've said that to a few people like in emails, but I should probably add that to the actual. So you went in and watched the pro course videos as well. Cause I some did, of the stuff yeah. you're saying you watched the strategy videos, right? I did. Yeah. 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 And that is, that's such a good point. Um, if you're doing your own flashcards correctly, a lot of it might seem like gibberish or not make sense to other people. And, and it's specifically what you said about when you see a question like this, remember that this is what's really going on. And it's not even really about the, the concept or the formula or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a great point. Or like, even like, I, I think for one of my far retakes, I didn't like put zeros when the instruction said, put zeros, like something like ridiculous that could fail you. And like, I would just like put in like, like sometimes I'd write a random note card. I'd be like, read the instructions twice or like, just like, cause it's, I'm very yeah. careless. I'm very careless. Yeah. So I just had to do certain things like that. And that helped me on the exams. I actually, when I would do my simulations, I would actually end up doing them all twice on the exams in the amount of times I have like been like, Oh my gosh, I completely didn't understand that at first or like, like I'd always do them twice, but I'm also a very careless person. So. Well, so that's also, that's also a testament to, uh, apparently you had plenty of time for the Sims on test day. Sounds like if you were able to do that. I did. Yes. And that's kind of goes back to why doing the daily sets of 30 multiple choice or more is it, like solves a lot of problems in advance because you know, there are a lot of ways to fail the exam. It's not even necessarily about not knowing the material. Exactly. It's you can run out of time, you freak out, you know, you, you just, 
get lost in trying to re-review or go back and look at uh, multiple choice that you had flagged and then you run out of time for the sims. Like there's a lot of things that can go wrong besides just not knowing the material that well. So what would you say, what would you guess your, uh, were you finishing the multiple choice by like the halfway mark on yeah. test day? Sometimes I'd be, I'd try to finish. Of course it depends on the exam, but like BC, I'm a really bad writer. So I actually left myself a full hour and a half to do those writing. Um, but I would oh, do, wow. yeah, yeah. And believe it or not, I was like finished within one minute, but it's like, that's just me knowing myself. <laughs> but with all the exams, I definitely was done. I would say every one of them I was done before the half minute mark, halfway mark with my multiple choice. And, a lot, and that yeah. is stressful because I, I flag, like, I use the little flag thing during test day, and I probably flag, like, half of them. And I definitely, I go back through, I do have enough time to, like, skim back through them, and sometimes I will catch a few mistakes I make, but a lot of them I'm just, like, I don't know the answer. And, like, that's just part of test day. But definitely by my last exam, yeah. I was very comfortable going in and taking the exam. So that's that's very helpful. Yeah. Uh, that So... Referring to your last exam, I was going to ask you, uh, you said you restudied for BEC in like 10 days, basically, yes. after not seeing it for six months or so. Mm -hmm. So so how did you study on those 10 days? What was your process at that point? So I would, I basically, since I hadn't seen it so long, I, I started from scratch. All my retakes, I actually completely like started from scratch, if that makes sense. So I would wake up and I would, you know, I didn't have anything to test yet because I didn't know anything yet. So I'd go straight to the multiple choice on BEC1 and I'd go through all the multiple choice in that BEC1 making my note cards. Um, and then I might read that BEC1 review notes or outlines um, that night. And then the next, the next morning I would take a practice exam on BEC1, um, make those note cards and then do like all of BEC2. Um, with just multiple choice, like just doing multiple choice, wake up, you know, do what I'd already okay. learned, do it until I got there. And then, of course, the weekend, I would do those stimulus, random sims from just like whatever. And I, I'd make a lot of note cards actually on the sims, too, because that was a lot of like understanding the instructions for me and like doing things like that. But and I would do I probably would do it. Most days I actually probably do two sets of like 30 multiple choice practice exam. But even if like I had plans that weekend, like I really liked your, your tip on never skip a day. And I truly did not skip a day. If I had weekend plans, I'd still wake up, take 30 minutes to take that 30 multiple choice practice exam. And then I'd go yeah. do what I had planned. But like just, yeah, just I would do something every day even if it wasn't like me studying for four hours yeah i mean that's uh well that's smart to do that and especially one thing a lot of people mention is having the study tools on your phone like a lot of people would say they they wouldn't formally sit down in front of the review course some days but they would always at least you know still do kind of the mini sessions idea and there is something about that having your brain like have to think about the stuff at least once a day, it, it just makes it hard to forget. And I mean, you're always making progress if you're 
doing something at least every day. Mm-hmm. And so. with your your audio notes, I I, I traveled a good bit, um, and so I would have two hour, three hour drives. Like I think I lost touch with like the pop culture music world because I would only listen to those audio <laughs> notes during those like yeah. ten months I studied. Like I truly didn't listen to a song like in the car at all. I would only listen to your notes and especially like we had to drive sometimes a really long time to get to the testing center. So like, you know, that morning or the day before I'd listen for two hours and it would just, I'd like that too. Cause it was like, for me, it was giving myself no excuse to fail. Like, Oh, I could have done this better. Oh, I could have done yeah. like, I just didn't want to give myself an excuse. And I'm very superstitious. I would do like, the same thing the night before I was in. Yeah. It's just, yeah, <laughs> I would do the same thing. That's funny. So I, this is one thing I was wanting to ask you and it goes perfectly with what you just said. So you didn't want to give yourself any excuses. Um, you wanted to use every, you know, spare minute you could, but at the same time earlier, you kind of mentioned how your first, your first time through like BC and far, you were spending a lot of time, you weren't even really going out with friends. And then when you switched to kind of our study format, did you kind of take the evenings off or have more time to, did you kind of allow yourself to do that stuff as long as you kind of nailed the, the pre the, the first part of the day study wise. Mm-hmm. And I guess with that, I guess just for everyone, it's finding that like outlet that still keeps you very like sane, like, for me, like, yes, they took over my life, but I didn't let my life end, if that makes sense. Like, I did everything mm-hmm. I still would yeah. do normally as a person. And so my outlet, um, after, like, that second fail, like, I told myself, like, I told myself, if, if I don't pass these, I'm going to regret throwing my life away. And so then I was like, if I meant to pass the, these, I... I know for a fact it's not going to require me to like regret throwing my life away. So then I just started completely like, yeah, going out with friends, having so much fun. I made incredible friends in grad school because because of it. They were great support systems. And every, so like my first odd, I was, you know, I was so fed up after my two fails. I like called my um, roommate and my neighbors and I was like, we're going to have like a cookout. So I like, from that, like the night before my exam, I like drank a beer, had some fun with my friends and um, took the exam and ended up passing. So every night before my exam, I told myself <laughs> I had to go drink a beer with my friends because I'm superstitious. So I would do it every nice. single time and I would pass every single time. Yeah, That is funny. That's cool though, too. I mean, yeah, it's, it's true. You, uh, almost hard to differentiate between the two mindsets but I was the same way so like I failed far my first time and that was before I had started my first public accounting job and I had spent like seven hours a day studying Mm -hmm. just doing everything trying to learn everything in my review course and then um, the only thing I could do because I I was working at that point to take up every spare minute was to like use study from my phone. So I would study two hours in the morning, then go to work and just no ESPN on my phone. No, uh, whatever the game was candy crush, man, 
no games. I would just do quizzes, read review notes, listen to audios whenever I was driving. And I was not spending nearly the amount of hours, but uh, anyways. Yeah, so I ended up yeah. deleting. And then I would I would take the evenings off. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, most definitely. And I learned. That's that delay. Oh, yeah, you're good. I just, I learned that I couldn't even focus past like 4.30, 5.30. So it was like no point anyway. I was like, go hang out with people. Go have fun. Yep. And oh, I forgot what I was going to say. You were saying you deleted, I'm guessing, oh, like yeah. games or something off your phone? Yeah, I deleted almost all my social media. So I wouldn't go on. I deleted it for about, Smart. yeah, like 10 months. I kept like Snapchat. That's it. But so I like, I just wouldn't. <laughs> I was just like, waste no time. Yeah. But yeah, and you, I know this um, yeah. super fast CPA is meant for people who are working. It's actually during grad school. I, I actually, I did work as well. And I worked for like half the time I was there and just, yeah, just going from like getting maybe those four hours of sleep a night from like finally feeling like a person again while studying for the exams was huge. Yeah, no, I mean, you, you can definitely do both. And that's, uh, that's the nice thing. And another thing I was going to touch on the same idea when I asked you how you studied for BEC in 10 days and you kind of broke down the process, there's just such a big difference between like when you explained your first attempt on FAR, even though you were putting in the time, doing a lot of work, you were more or less just kind of going through the motions, even though like the motions themselves were kind of the same, but you learned how to be like strategic and you got, you got good at the study process. Mm-hmm. which is like such a such a big difference when you are constantly evaluating your process itself and not just you know oh I, I i was had my review course or i sat in front of my review course for five hours today you know like that can be two entirely different things depending on how effective the person's process is or if you just sat there and watched videos for four hours you know that's something, but dissecting multiple choice questions, making flashcards in your own words, like it's two totally different, you know, uses of time, obviously. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, most definitely. Well, we kind of went through, oh, the other thing you mentioned, uh, the 48 hour cram session. So you kind of just did that exactly. How, How did you, how did you do that the last two days before an exam? So with uh, with making your own note cards, I made I probably made too many note cards. I made a ridiculous amount of note <laughs> cards, and so my last forty eight hours actually. So I actually did um I kind of did a three day cram, if that makes sense, because I was always nervous if yeah. I would like run out of time because I always would stop studying at like I don't know five thirty six thirty go out with friends. Um, so I was always nervous. I would feel like I hadn't done enough. So I would actually do like a three day, um, and so I would just start. I would roll through like B C one, and then do like practice tests, like either multiple choice sim both. I would just do two practice tests, then I'd roll through through B C two note cards, and I would actually so it's like say my stacks like really big, I would roll through it and condense it until I had a perfect amount of stack I could 
review the morning of the exam, like you said. So like I would go through everything I'd made, but then reduce it to like, what do I need to look at right before I go in? Um, and so, yeah, just process after process, I'd read, read um, outlines. I'd never sit there and like, I know a lot of people like to read and highlight books. I never did that. I just would kind of read over outlines. Yeah. But I never learned by reading. I always learned by doing. And so that was me doing the test a lot. And then, of yeah. course, have fun the night before. Because you're going to wake up happy. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's uh, drinking the beer before a uh, the night before. That's a, that's a good tip for anything. <laughs> I know, and I actually, um, I started videoing myself every time. Oh, also, people think I'm crazy because when I take an exam, I wouldn't look at my score until I took another one. So I, yeah, so even if it came out, oh, really? yeah, so I wouldn't look at it until I took maybe far the next time. And I, and I liked it because I would like wake up about to take far. And honestly, I was more nervous about looking at the score. <laughs> like, cause I, I just get really yeah. nervous looking at those scores um, just because of how bad it felt <laughs> looking at the failing scores. So I'd like after the exam, yeah. I would actually look at my scores with like the same person. I'd video myself doing it to like catch. It was just, yeah, just, I would do the same things every time. That'd be, I mean, I wish I had my, uh, the day I passed my fourth one on video, that'd be fun to watch, but man, that was like the best feeling. Mm -hmm. So that's another question I always ask what, what, uh, I mean, obviously it's like the biggest relief in the world, but what was it like? Where were you at? Who were you with when you looked at your last, your fourth score and got your fourth passing score? Or what'd you do to celebrate as well? <laughs> so I was with I was with one of my one of my best friends that actually she she's amazing. She's been the most amazing sport. I actually took her with me like two hours away to go retake far because it was the only testing center open. Like she stayed in like a hotel with me. And she was there when I packed my first one. And that was insane, like mm. crying, everything. And then she was with me all through the other ones. And so I was with her again. And I got that last score and I, I just cried. I was just like, I just can't believe it because it was just one of those things where I just didn't think it was possible. And um, just having that release of like, you really can do it and you don't have to be the smartest person in the world to do it. Um, that it's, it's doable. You just yeah. have to figure out what works for you. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, so when you started the process, like you were saying, you, you, your confidence, you just didn't even consider it an option that you might fail. And yeah. then you get two, did you say like 60, low 60s? Yeah, so I got in the 60s for both, for both. And like, we would take practice tests, like full four hour practice. That's another thing. I, I could not take like four hour practice tests again. That like my, I have yeah. some attention just stuff and so I just could not sit there and do that for four hours so I was so you know I loved the simple 30 multiple choice and maybe three sims or like yeah because I would fail all the practice exams too and it killed me mentally so it would just that's like one of my breaking mm -hmm. points too is just taking those long exams yeah so after the 260s were you kind of thinking just because it was such a shock based on your expectations like you started having thoughts of, okay, I'm spending all this time studying. Is it, I mean, like, I don't even know 
how this how I'm, this is possible. You just did you get to a point where you were thinking you might not even be able to pass the exams? Oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I was rethinking everything. Honestly, like it's so dramatic, but I was like the most <laughs> depressed I'd ever been. Like like it was I was rethinking my whole career. Like I mean, I yeah. I mean, I was sitting there getting a masters, which was wonderful, but it was you know, when you go into something, when you go into a career, you want to like strive to be the best and like to do that in the field we're in, like you have to have those letters behind your name. And so like yeah. I mean, and it was it was hard because my poor my poor family and my mom, they're like they're like, you know, like I also am a strong believer of like what's meant to be will meant to be. And so like a lot of times like I try to comfort myself with that, but in the back of my mind I'm just like I felt I felt stupid. That's what that's what it was too. Like I felt like an idiot. Like I was just like I was putting 120% yeah. in and I can't even get close to passing. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was an honest, uh, honest thought. I mean, that that's, I thought the same thing, you know, when I failed far the first time and, but yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy what a difference just nailing down your, your study approach does. I mean, that's what it's all about, mm -hmm. you know, same person, same, I mean, basically that's it. Your same brain, you just your study process was a little bit different and you pass all four. It's just, that's what it's all about is how effective your process is. Exactly. And I think, okay, well, sorry, man, that <laughs> lag is just killing. Go ahead. But it's just like, <laughs> if you're taking these exams, like, I think the first question you should ask yourself is, are you giving a hundred percent? And I think if that's yes, then it's like, it's not that, like you're gonna, you're trying your best, but you don't need to try your best again. You need to try your best in like another way. And so like that was me like on my yeah. second far. I was like, oh, I'll just try my best again. And it just like that's not, but that wasn't my best, and I didn't know that. And so. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard for people to. I, I don't know. It's like the review courses. They do come with, you know, like those the Becker videos. I know they're in there where they kind of try to teach you strategy as well, but it's just not, I don't know. It, it's also, it's still kind of presented as everything in this review course, like you need to know front words and backwards. And so people start by, because they want to understand everything first. So they start by the video, reading the text, and it's just, I don't know. There's just some disconnect where I don't, that process only works for, you know, whatever the pass rates are, like 50, 55% of people. The last question I always ask is if you were to give your top two or three tips to people that are still studying, still trying to figure this out, what would those be? Even if it's stuff we already covered. Mm, number one is definitely like find your outlet, like find something that like don't stop your life like it's gonna feel like it takes over your life but don't stop like what you're doing because you don't want to look back and be like i lost i lost that time um so find your outlet whether that yeah. be watching your netflix or going out with friends it could be totally two different outlets but definitely find your outlet mm -hmm. um no just know you are not you're not incapable you're not dumb you just need to find what works for you and something my mom always told me was the most successful people fail the most. 
<laughs> that was really that's I try to think it's about true. that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, also be just being smart enough to uh I think one of the biggest things is being smart enough to ask yourself, okay, what am I doing like that's not working or just being willing to change your approach. I mean, that's really what everything comes down to. Mm-hmm. Failing's one thing, but if you keep doing it the same way, it's like, well, it's going to be hard to like overcome that if you're just doing the same thing the same way that got you that result anyways. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Well, it was awesome to, uh, it was awesome meeting you. People find these incredibly valuable. Were you, were you listening to these podcasts as you were going through the, the process? Did you hear any previous episodes? Oh my gosh. I listened to so many of them. I loved them. Like I, mm. it honestly made me feel a lot better mentally. Cause I'm like, Oh, like, these people are struggling too. And like, oh my gosh, I loved it. Like yeah. I still remember the story of the guy who I think he was trying for like 10 years or something. And I was just like, yeah. wow, like dedicate, like props to him. Like that was, it was just an awesome story. And I love they're a great outlet for me. And honestly, like one of my whys, I know, oh, also one of your videos, you're like, oh, it's like an 800 <laughs> meters. And I ran the 800 meters. And so I was like, Oh, I, I could totally, I could totally understand that. Oh my God. <laughs> the 800 meter. It's awful. It's so awful. I definitely used to run that. And would you, uh, did you run the 400 as well? I, I think I, this was like me middle school track, but I think I did run it once. Yeah. But 800 was like my main thing. I even did the hurdles one time and I'm like five one. Like it was like, mm. it was, I don't get why I was in hurdles. <laughs> But it was like middle school. It That's was funny. Bad. But yeah, one of my whys for being on yeah. your, for like passing was to be on your podcast. <laughs> so that was, I really wanted to. Hey, whatever, it. whatever works. And now, now you've done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this was awesome. Yeah. You had a lot of good stuff to share and it was, yeah, it was awesome to meet you. So I appreciate you doing the call. Thank you. Thank you for just changing my life. Honestly, thank you so much. So that was the interview. I hope you found that very helpful and beneficial. Again, please take a second to leave a rating and a review on the podcast app where you're listening to this, or tell us what you think about the interview down in the comments if you're on YouTube. And again, share this episode or our podcast in general or our YouTube channel with anyone you know who is working on their CPA exams. We put a lot of time and effort into recording and editing and producing these podcast episodes, but If you just finished watching this, I think you would agree these are incredibly helpful if you are working on your CPA study process. So thanks for watching and we'll see you on the next episode.